So in this week's parsha, we have the parshas Hamoyadim, the parsha of Yomim Tevim, where the Torah introduces us to all the Yomim Tevim, including Sukkis. When it comes to Sukkis, it introduces it with a very strange word. Kol ha'ezrach be'Yisrael Yeshu ba'Sukkis. All ezrach, ezrach means all citizens of Israel have to sit in the Sukkah. It's a word we don't find anywhere else in, in Chumash. And um, so the question is, what, is what, what does that mean, all citizens? Why does it say, Kol Yisrael? No, Chazal tell us that Kol Ezrach Be Yisrael is meant to exclude women. But women don't have an, um, an obligation to sit in the sukkah. Now, there's a separate question here. Why do we need a Pasuk to tell us that women don't have to sit in the sukkah? When women are exempt from all time-bound mitzvahs, it's a general rule that all time-bound mitzvahs women are exempt from. So why would sukkah be different? Why do we need a special pasuk to tell us women don't have an obligation to sit in the sukkah? But that's a separate discussion. The Gemara talks about it. But okay, if Ezra is trying to teach us that women are not obligated, then the word should be ish. Ish means a man, as opposed to isha, a woman. But Ezra. The word Ezrach, a citizen, means to, uh, is, is contrasted by the word a foreigner. Why is it trying to exclude a foreigner? What, 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 why are you using that word? Why not Ish? So the Chesed Lavram, the famous Mekubal Rabavram Azulai, the great-grandfather of the Chidor, the Rav of Hebron about 400 years ago, very famous Mekubal, and he's buried in Hebron. I've been at his gravesite recently, uh, right by right at in Hebron. So you want to save a balabris Avram alatayrim? Says something very beautiful. He says there's a Gemara in Sukkah. Moshe says that when Mashiach will come, all the nations of the world will come to Hashem and say, "Hey, you never gave us a chance to accept the Torah. Why are you treating the Jewish people so differently?" Uh, if you gave us a chance, we'd also accept your Torah. Why shouldn't we be given the privilege of accepting your Torah? And Hashem says, you know what? I'll give you a chance now. I'll give you a chance now, and uh, I'll tell you what, I'll give you one mitzvah. Mitzvah color calls it a light mitzvah. All you have to do is go and eat in a sukkah. And so uh, they, they say, okay, no problem. We'll go into the sukkah and then Hashem will make it extremely hot. A very hot day. Hashem will reveal the sun's full power. And uh, it will be so hot in the sukkah that the nations of the world will just leave the sukkah and kick the sukkah on the way out and say, forget it, it's not for us. So there's many questions about this Gemara. If Hashem wants them to go into the sukkah, then why is he making it so hot? Even for a Jew, if it's unbearable to sit in a sukkah, a Jew is a potter, is exempt. Hamitztai potter bin a sukkah. Okay, so they say that the issue is that they, why do you kick the sukkah? When a Jew sees that he can't sit in the sukkah, it's too painful. Then he feels very humbled. He feels like Hashem is rejecting his mitzvah and he wants to do tshuva. <laughs> but here, they go out and then you just kick the sukkah and say, the heck with that, who needs it? Okay, that's one answer. But 
But the question is, why sukkah? That's what the Chesed Lavram. Rabbi Avram Azulai wants to know, why is Hashem choosing that mitzvah to prove to the non-Jews, to the nations of the world, that they are not shaykh to Torah mitzvahs? Why is sukkah so symptomatic of their incapability of, of, of becoming, of being Jewish and accepting Torah mitzvahs the way Jews did? So he says something beautiful. He says the whole mitzvah of sukkah is to indicate our full acceptance of Hashem's, of Hashem's sovereignty over our lives in a complete way, in a total way. And this is indicated by the fact that we do everything in the sukkah. You eat, you sleep, you drink everything, you learn, you walk, even just let tile, to take a walk, take a walk in the sukkah. What is the meaning of that? The meaning of that is that by Jew, there's no duality. It's not like, okay, I have certain needs and certain wants, and Hashem has certain wants from me, so, well, you know, I want certain things, Hashem wants certain things of me, and uh, yeah, okay, I'll give Hashem what He wants, and then the things that I like, I, um, you know, Hashem makes room for that as well. Certain things are permitted. I can eat and drink when I'm hungry. I have to get up in the morning and dove and I have to put on tefillin, okay. As long as I have the few things that I need in my life, it's like there's a certain kind of duality. There's two things, there's me and there's Hashem, and we're in a kind of negotiations. We're in a contractual kind of relationship. But that's not what Torah is. Torah means that your entire being is all Kedusha. Even your eating, drinking, your mundane needs of life, of your body, is also Kedusha. It's also encompassed by the sukkah. <coughs> so this, Hashem wanted to show the, the non-Jews that they don't have a concept of this type of relationship. They're shy to a relationship with Hashem, but it's a relationship which is more uh, contractual. You know, we have, so I, there's me and there's Hashem, and of course I'd like to have a relationship with Him. And I'm willing to, you know, give Hashem certain parts of my life, but I also want to retain certain things that I would like. There's the I and there's Hashem. And that's very much the way they respond when they see it's getting too hot. You know, the whole reason they wanted to do the mitzvah because they want the reward. They waited till Mashiach comes when they saw the glorious re- reward that Jews are getting after a long bitter gullus. So they say, hey, we also want to have part of that. So Hashem says, okay. But here they, they clearly demonstrated that their whole relationship to, with Hashem is only so they can get some kind of a reward. When it gets too unbearable and the sun gets very hot, then they kick the sukkah and say, hey, it's not worth it. You know, you make an evaluation. Is it worth the bother and the effort and the discomfort of sitting in a sukkah for whatever reward Hashem is going to give me in exchange for that? There's a certain kind of judgment made. That means it's clearly symptomatic of that kind of relationship, whether it's me, there's Hashem, it's kind of a trade-off. So that's exactly why sukkah was chosen for this test, for this litmus test, whether they can compete or rival with the Jewish people in accepting Hashem's authority through the Torah, was chosen dafki from sukkah. And sukkah highlighted, the sukkah highlighted the stark contrast of what, how a Jew views his relationship with Hashem and how a goy who is driven by the incentive of getting a reward, how he sees his relationship with Hashem. It says, it says, this is why it says, 
Citizens means Jews. Anybody who's a member of the Jewish people is called a citizen, just like in a country. If you're a member of that country and you have permanent residency, you become a citizen. He's trying to say is that sukkah is symptomatic of the type of mitzvah that highlights how only Ezrach, a, a, a member of the Jewish community, has a shaykhus with Hashem through the mitzvah of sukkah. And it's the type of mitzvah that clearly uh, marks off anyone else who is not an Ezrach that they can't, that they can't, uh, uh, that they have no shaykhus in that kind of relationship.